I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Finally, it's here. Come March 2023, you could be seeing your favorite IPL franchises or some others field some of the best women cricketers from around the world. The women's IPL is here, and the BCCI, keen to grow women's cricket and <clears throat> enrich its coffers, is taking the first step in that direction. The first women's IPL is scheduled to be held between March 3rd to 26th in Maharashtra. and as reported by mint the bcci has started inviting bids to acquire the rights to own and operate wipl teams and well not surprisingly the indian premier league teams are front runners to own the women's ipl teams since all the 10 teams have either purchased their tender documents or sent in an official request to buy one but they aren't the only ones Around 15 companies including Manchester United's troubled owners have already picked up the tender document but several sources expect the number to even cross 2 dozen the five winning franchises will be revealed by BCCI on January 25th so there's already heavy competition even before a ball is bowled however while money is a factor the BCCI is keen to take it a little further as reported by Indie Sport BCCI has included a key clause in the selection of the winning bid. It says that it would not be obliged to accept the highest monetary offer. Rather, it would be looking at the vision the bidders have towards enhancing the profile and accelerating the growth of women's cricket in India. BCCI also wants the whole women's IPL to be held in one specific location, unlike other IPL matches. As reported by Hindustan Times, earlier it had considered two options: one, selling the teams zone-wise and holding the matches at non-IPL centers, and second, hosting the games at current IPL venues. However, none of the options materialized, considering the fact that this is the inaugural version of women's IPL, and also due to the quote-unquote packed home calendar. Another reason includes the lack of clarity on media rights, sponsorships and team ownership. However, BCCI has gone for a close bid without setting a base price for the media rights or for team ownership. Now, curiously, women's cricket has been an integral part of other 2020 leagues. Australia introduced the Women's Big Bash League or WBBL in 2015. while england has opened its popular tournament the 100 to women cricketers the bcci too has been experimenting with a semblance of a tournament called the women's t20 challenge since 2018 but it wasn't as much of a formal league as it was a bunch of exhibition matches during the men's ipl but now it appears that bcci is ready to take the big leap with women's ipl This tournament will undoubtedly be exciting to watch for the first time nearly 15 years after Lalit Modi challenged and changed the world cricket order. For the next few minutes you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. 
Hello, I am Manaswini and this is the deep dive for 16th January 2023. Apple is obsessed with control, not the market but over its own product technology. At least this is what it looks like considering its quote unquote own your key technology mantra. So what is Apple up to? According to Bloomberg, this strategy revolves around Apple wanting to build all of the key technological components of its products on its own. In other words, Apple wants to build its processors or modems that are used in an iPhone or an iPad on its own. This isn't entirely new for Apple though. It has been emphasizing and working on it for over a decade since Tim Cook, Apple's CEO in 2009 made a mission statement and I quote We believe that we need to own and control the primary technologies behind the products that we make. And Apple adopted this mantra very seriously. Based on this self-reliance motto, Apple had acquired PA Semi, a low-power processor manufacturing company, in 2008 to kickstart its processor manufacturing. And after only 2 years, it was able to roll out its first completely in-house application processor. the A4 chip with the original iPad and iPhone 4 but Apple didn't just stop there you know after the brief success of its A4 chip it had started investing heavily to produce its own processor chips for Mac and iPads the target was to produce a chip which was advanced enough and were at par with other processors in the market and in 2020 it finally did it Apple released its own M1 chip in 2020 which was based on ARM technology. It totally impressed the chip industry with its high performance. Currently, this chip is going to be used in Macs, iPhones and iPads as well. So now the question is, why is Apple obsessed with building everything from the scratch? One of the primary reasons is profit of course, but Apple is not quite worried about that. It wants to get better control over its products. According to CNBC, Apple wants to control its own technologies to help itself integrate its products more deeply. It also means that it doesn't have to be dependent on other technologies of other companies. Currently, this strategy has led to Apple breaking a 15-year partnership with Intel in 2020. And subsequently, it is losing its hold over other silicon companies like Qualcomm. And Apple has other plans to lessen its dependency. A Financial Times report indicates that Apple had acquired part of Intel's wireless or cellular modem business in 2019 for one billion US dollars. The wireless modem forms one of the three most important components in an iPhone, and these are also used for connecting the phone with wireless networks to make phone calls or to browse the web. Adding to the list, Apple had also acquired Luxview, a specialist in low-power screens in 2014, to build its own displays. This led to the speculations over the years that Apple would soon replace suppliers like Samsung and LG for its display needs, but the progress has been slow. Given all of this, one can only imagine on how far Apple will go to own its technology. Perhaps a fully native Apple built product isn't too far away. If you like listening to the Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello@signal.co. At 
The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written and researched by Aritra Kundu. Edited by Venkatanand. Produced by me, Manaswini. Mastered and mixed by Prasenjit Das. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We are the Signal. Co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Thank you.